Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 10, The Year of Christ, 1577, The Five Following Years. Chapter 115. Philip is gravely ill. At the beginning of the year 1577 of our century, Philip fell ill with little or no hope of recovery. One night, when he found himself utterly unable to sleep and all the bells of the city were ringing for matins, he urgently asked for communion to be given him. When Francesco Maria Teruggi was told of this, he said it should not be given to him, for he feared that once he had received Holy Communion, his violent tears and prayers would prevent him from sleeping at all, which would certainly be dangerous to his health. Philip got wind of this and sent for Francesco Maria to explain that the reason why he couldn't sleep was precisely his longing to receive the body of Christ. He went on that if he could once have his desire, he would receive the ability to sleep along with the Blessed Sacrament. And so it happened. Once he had received, he immediately fell into a peaceful sleep, as he had foretold. And so it became the custom that whenever he was pressed by his disease, he was nourished on the daily bread of heaven, which alone fulfills all man's desires. And after receiving it, he would soon relax into a refreshing sleep. His longing for the Blessed Sacrament brought it about that although he had not fully recovered from his long illness, he could renew his strength by celebrating Mass in church, which he did to the admiration of the congregation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, apostle of Rome, gentle guide of youth, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What is Matins? says the bells were ringing for matins. Well, matins is the night prayer of the church, the prayer that monks often would get up in the middle of the night to pray, the night office. Compline is sort of the final prayer of the day. And then in the middle of the night, they would often interrupt their sleep to get up to sing the praises of God. And it's one of the most difficult aspects of certain parts of religious life, 
it's never those who live the middle of the night office will often say they never really get used to it. It's never something that they fully find adaptable to their human nature. It's always difficult. But all over Rome in the middle of the night, you would hear bells ringing. Not too loud, but they were calling their, you didn't have alarm clocks, you didn't have cell phones. How did you get the, the friars of the monks up or the sisters up? Well, they had to ring bells, wake them up, call them down to the chapel, and then they would sing nine or 12 psalms, depending on what, what group they were part of, with some readings from scripture, a hymn. And they would offer this as a beautiful time of prayer to the Lord. And so is when the, those people were praying, when the friars, the monks were praying, St. Philip asked for the Blessed Sacrament. Now, there's no details given here about why other people were up at this time of the night, whether they would privately get up and say matins, whether they were checking on him, what the exact situation was. It's even not clear where Francesco Maria Tiruji was living at this point. Of course, they were building the Chiesa Nuova. They were building where the fathers would live. So it seems that he was probably temporarily living at San Girolamo, where Philip was. Maybe they were sort of having to bunk in his room. It's not, we don't really know for sure. That's, but somehow he was able to communicate, ask to receive communion. Now, Francesco Maria Tiruji, as we've seen before, was the most educated, the most polished, the best preacher of all Philip's disciples. He would eventually become the Archbishop of Avignon in France, the great see where the Pope lived for so many years, and he would die as the Archbishop of Siena, this famous see in Italy. He was also named a cardinal. And Philip had great trust in his judgment. He had great trust in in Francesco, but Francesco was a man of his own opinions. And he told Philip, this is not the time for communion. He was quite worried he wouldn't get any sleep. But Philip assured him that if he received communion, he would receive with the communion, the ability to sleep. Now, where do we see in the scripture, anyone who receives communion then sleeps? Well, the last supper. It says that John, the beloved, the beloved disciple, was reclining on the Lord's breast. And the tradition of the church is that after he received communion, you know, at the Last Supper, they were, they were reclining. They weren't sitting at a modern table, most likely. They were, they were reclining in the sort of classical position at the table, laying on their side. And that John would have at some point leaned over and rested his heart on the Lord's chest. And did he sleep or not sleep? But certainly he reclined and rested with the Lord. And then when they went to the Garden of Gethsemane, he took apart Peter, James, and John. And here they definitely slept. They definitely fell asleep because our Lord kept coming back and waking them up. Now he blamed them there. Can you not watch one hour of me? But they slept. They received the Eucharist at the Last Supper and they went and slept. And why would the Eucharist give St. Philip the ability to sleep? Well, it gives him Jesus Christ himself. And we know that our Lord 
slept on the boat. He slept so soundly on a pillow in Mark's gospel. The storm was raging. And they had trouble waking him up. We're perishing, Lord. Do you not care? So our Lord has the ability to sleep, to sleep very soundly. Sleep is necessary for human nature. Sleep restores us. Sleep refreshes us. Sleep is something we often desire very much. And as you see in the story of the Matins reading, people would interrupt their sleep so they could pray to God. And that's a sacrifice because we need sleep. We want sleep. And our Lord had a true human nature. Our Lord slept. And when we receive Christ in the Eucharist, we receive the whole Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. We receive his whole humanity. And one of the graces he can give is bodily health. He can also give spiritual health. He can give rest, bodily rest. But then also we see our Lord would give St. Philip spiritual vigor. The Lord would restore St. Philip through the Eucharist. It's a fascinating line tonight in the reading. The bread of heaven which alone fulfills all man's desires. If we need sleep, if we need strength, if we need health, if we need truthfulness, if we need patience, whatever it is we desire, come to me, Jesus says. All you who are labor and are heavy burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. The yoke is what joins the two oxen. The yoke is what joins them so they can pull together. Well, what is the yoke that joins us to Christ? The Eucharist. To receive the Eucharist is to be one with him. And to receive him in the Eucharist is to receive God himself, God the Son, in whom is every perfection. Everything we want in this life finds its complete perfection in Christ Jesus. And then he can give us whatever we want. So let us ask tonight to renew our faith in the Eucharist. Let us ask the Lord tonight to awaken in us a Eucharistic hunger, a longing for the Eucharist, an amazement at the Eucharist. Let us ask the Lord to strip us of any complacency, any taking for granted this profound gift. For what's greater? make sacrifices to rise in the middle of the night or to receive the Lord in the Holy Eucharist? Well, all things being equal, tonight's reading is telling us the greatest thing possible to us is to go to Mass and to receive the Lord of Lords. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.